Good morning. Good morning to everyone who is here. I must admit, I didn't expect so many people. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Happy New Year. For those of you online, Happy New Year. I'm glad you joined us. Today is Epiphany. It's the time that we look at the journey of the Magi. Now, Epiphany, kids, I don't know if you even know what that word means, but Epiphany really means appearance or manifestation. Now, some of us, when we think of epiphany, we think of when the penny drops. You know when you have a math question, and you can't get it, and you can't get it, and you can't get it, and your moms and your dads try to explain it to you, and then one of your friends says, you just do this, and you go, I got it. I understand. I know. That's really what epiphany is all about. It's the magi coming to see the child and going, I got it, I understand, I know, it's God, it's the king that we are seeking. So I want to take a close look at the text, and I want to start with the Magi. We just sung, we three kings of Orient are, and I just want to tell you, they weren't kings. They weren't kings. So I'm sorry. Kids, you can still dress up as kings for all the pageants, but they weren't kings. They were actually astrologers. And astrologers are people that study the stars. They look at the stars and they try and figure out what's going on. And they were not Jews. They were not part of the in-group. They were outsiders. They were Gentiles. And some people that know the Bible really well say that they were probably religious political advisors. So if you remember, when the kings were in trouble in Israel and they didn't know what to do, they would ask who? Who would they ask? Yeah, can you remember? Pardon? Well, they wouldn't ask King Herod, but well, who would they ask? They would ask people that speak to God. Prophets, right? They would ask the prophets. Well, in Persia, they didn't believe in God. So when they had a problem, when they were trying to figure out what to do, who would they go to? They would go to the Magi. And the Magi would study the stars, and the Magi would think about a few things, and they would listen to their dreams. Maybe they'd do some magic. Maybe they'd have some sorcery. And then they'd go to the rulers, and they would say, this is what we think is going to happen. And this is what we think you should do. So that's who the Magi were. They were learned people. They were probably pretty well respected, very well respected actually in the East. But they were not well respected among the Jews. And that's really important to remember. They were outsiders. They would have been seen as people outside God's love. Because who were they? They were sorcerers. They depended on magic. They depended on the stars. They didn't pray to God. They were looking to the stars for answers. So the Jews would have thought that the Magi were outside God's law, and God wouldn't have anything to do with them. But, you know, God is always full of surprises, and what does God do? God sends a star for the Magi to draw them 
to Jesus. Why? First of all, because the only thing they knew were the stars. So God sent them something they knew, a star. Now, I just want to tell you now that the Jews would have thought this was pretty crazy. In fact, this would have been outside of their realm of possibility. They would have said, wait a minute, this isn't who God is. This isn't who God is. This isn't how God works. I mean, aren't these magi far from God? Aren't these magi outside of the boundaries of God's love? I mean, they're outsiders. They're not insiders. And yet, at Epiphany, what God did is he blew open the box. The box that the Jews had placed him in. And all of a sudden, God was bigger than anything they had expected. You see, this God actually had love for the outsider. And the Jew would go, what? In fact, God had love and wanted to welcome the outsider. It appears that God actually loved the Gentiles as much as he loved the Jews. And it seemed that the things that separated people from each other, the Jews from the Gentiles, didn't separate people from God. Very, very interesting. It also reminds us, when we think of Epiphany, we need to think about, are there walls that we erect around ourselves? Are there people that we think are so bad that God won't love them? Are there people we think are outside of God's love? Epiphany reminds us that nobody is outside God's love. That God writes nobody off. Even if the person is someone you don't like. So kids, you think about maybe the person in your classroom or maybe the adult that's been really mean to you and you'd rather not see them ever again. God loves them just as much as he loves you. So let's think of the Magi for a minute. So they come before Herod. Okay, they want to know where this king of the Jews is going to be born. The star takes them to Judea. And they know, because the Roman scholars said, somebody important is going to come out of Judah. So they go to Jerusalem because Jerusalem is, is the main place. Jerusalem is the capital. And when they get there, I think the Magi would have been kind of surprised that Herod and the chief priests and the teachers weren't talking about this guy weren't talking about Jesus, weren't talking about the king. You know, it's funny, but it's almost like the outsiders knew more than the insiders. And isn't that interesting? It reminds us once again that God will do what God will do, and God will reveal who God wants to reveal to. And so the Magi come and they say to the chief priests and the teachers who know the scriptures, so what does it say? And it says that a king will be born in Bethlehem. So the chief priests and the teachers, they say, hey, go to Bethlehem. And how do they know this? Because they read the scriptures. But it's really interesting. The chief priests and the teachers of the law, they knew the scriptures, and so they were able to point the Magi to Jesus, 
but somehow they miss the whole meaning of the scriptures. They miss the Messiah, reminding all of us that head knowledge is not enough. So you and I can know the scriptures backwards and forwards. You can go to church or to Sunday school day in and day out. You can listen to sermon after sermon. You can go to Sunday school class after Sunday school class. You can know in your head that Jesus came to save us. But unless you experience your own epiphany, unless you experience a real understanding that this Jesus in a major is God incarnate, that this Jesus in a manger welcomes you. Unless you know all of that, all that head knowledge, all that church attendance will mean nothing, and it will not change you. So if any of you here aren't really sure who that babe in a manger is, if you're not really sure who the Magi sought, then what I would say to you is start looking. And you know what? God knows each one of you, each one of you, really, really well. And he will send you the sign that is best for you. So start out on the journey like the Magi did and look for your star. Look for your star. Be alert, be aware. God is drawing himself to you. So the Magi ended up at the house. Now, we don't know how long it took. Some scholars say, ah, oh, it was a couple days after Jesus was born. Some say it was a couple months after Jesus was born. Some say it could have taken almost two years. We don't really know. We don't really know, and you know what? It doesn't really matter. What matters is, when the Magi came and saw Jesus, epiphany, they looked and they saw the king of the Jews. They saw the person that they were looking for. And they recognized at that moment that Jesus was God. And immediately they fell down and worshiped him. That's epiphany. That's what it's all about. And for us, we try and remember every year and we try and get ourselves to think, who do we see? in that manger. So I have some homework, okay? And kids, make sure that your parents do this homework, okay? I have some homework, two pieces. First of all, I want you to talk about the scene at home or with friends and say, if you were there with the Magi, who do you see when you look at Jesus? Who do you see? Do you just see an ordinary kid? Or do you see God? in all his glory. Talk about that. And number two, I want you to take a step way back, way, way back from the scene, and I want you all, and this is really, grown-ups, this is really important for you, I want you all to think about all the people that God draws to himself. All the people. And I want you to think about the people you know in your life that he's drawn that you were surprised about. You know, the people that you really don't like. The people that as far as you're concerned, 
aren't worth God's love. And give your head a shake. And ask God to work on your prejudice. Ask God to work on your racism. Ask God to work on the walls that you erect to separate people from God. Because God doesn't have any walls. And God doesn't want us to prevent anyone from coming to him. Let us pray. Holy God, precious Jesus, we thank you for the visit of the Magi. We thank you for reminding us that you love everyone, that it doesn't matter where we're from, it doesn't matter how much money we have or don't have, it doesn't matter whether we're smart or not, it doesn't matter whether we're privileged or whether no one sees us. Thank you that no one lives outside the boundaries of your love. Holy Spirit, this epiphany, help us to see Jesus in the right light. Help us to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are loved and welcomed into his presence. And help us to learn to abandon our prejudice, our racism, break down the walls that we erect between people, and help us to welcome even those whom we find it hard to love. We ask this in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen.